It is titled Three Men by the outstanding American writer Willis Cooper. Christmas 30 years ago. It is 1918 and the Great War is over. War-weary men are at last getting leave. Leave areas have been established in various parts of France and men are en route from their stations to these areas there to rest and refresh themselves for a brief period. It is Christmas Eve in the railway station at Villefranche. The crowd is dense and compartments on the train are scarce. A young British officer hurries along the platform looking desperately for an empty seat. On peut manquer à cette compartment-là, monsieur. Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. You mean I can get into that one? I can get into that compartment? Oui, 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 monsieur. Oh, but, but there's somebody in it now. The trains are full. Tenez bien, monsieur. Montez, 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 vite. Montez. Oh, oh, thanks very much, I will. Oh, no, 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 well, monsieur. Not bad. Oh, yes, a Merry Christmas to you, too. Ah, uh, ex- excusez-moi, I... Uh, I I mean, I'd like to... Uh, Venice in here, if it, it's all right with you... Vanny, no, I can't talk the ruddy language. Uh, it is not necessary to speak the ruddy language, monsieur, since I speak yours after a fashion. Oh, well, the station master said you wouldn't mind if I stowed myself in here. Well, I should be delighted. Uh, let me help you with your baggage. No, no, that's all right. I'll, I'll just pick it up on the rack. There we go. And uh, shut the door. There. I'll say this is a bit of all right so clean, too. I've never seen such a clean train in France. <laughs> they probably scrubbed it out for Christmas. I am uh, Captain Esme Rochefort de Gascoigne of the 212th Regiment Artillery, GPF. Oh, I'm Lieutenant Horace Ballantyne of the Australian Light Horse, sir. Are you going on leave, Captain? Yes. I'm not sure where yet, mais c'est la guerre. One never knows where he goes in this world. <laughs> That's too right. It's very good of you to share your compartment. No, I'm only too glad. It's been rather a lonely journey so far. I'm delighted to have someone to talk to. Well, first-class compartments aren't too easy to get hold of, either. Yeah, it's a bit cushy, this, isn't it? Yeah, not too bad, indeed. <laughs> You'll pardon me, I know, but uh, I am a bit curious to know how an Australian officer should find his way to Villefranche. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I don't quite know myself, Captain. Uh, uh, Gascon, is it? Uh, yes. And your name is uh, Ballantine. I, I must remember. That's right, uh... Well, I was at Gallipoli with the 3rd RC Division and uh, got a bit of a crack on the head, you know. First thing I knew, I found myself transferred to a village a few miles east of here. Nothing but Americans in it. Ah, the Americans. They're good soldiers, eh? Oh, yes, they're splendid. And now you find yourself bound for leave on Christmas Eve. Quite well, and jolly glad of it, too. Where are you going, do you know? No, report to the RT or Haley Ban, that's all I know. <laughs> you have the same difficulties in your army, I see. <laughs> One never knows where one goes. You are a long way from home, my friend. Yes, that's right. Ruddy long way. Half around the world, you know. And you have come to fight for France. I salute you, monsieur. Oh, it's been fun. Oui. Now it is over. And our young men lie dead under the stars out there. Now, wait a minute. We lost a few, too. Our young men, monsieur. French and British and Australian and American. Hello, one cannot make the omelette without breaking the eggs. That's right. 
And a ruddy lot of good eggs, too, friend Gascon. Me. Ah, I wish the blasted train would start. It's always a mystery how they control these trains. Particularly when one wishes to go somewhere in a hurry. Hey, there's a chap in American uniform out there looking for a place. I say, sir, perhaps we could invite him in here if you do not mind. Why not, if it's all right with you? Why, he's a comrade. There is little room on the train. Now you are. Oh, Yank. Yank. Yank, sir. This way, Yank. He comes? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Start me pink now. The brighter's black. And an officer, too. Ah, so? I've heard that the Americans have two divisions of uh, Negroes. But they have many officers who are, as the Americans say, colored also. I've never seen one. Oh, right, this way, Yank. You don't mind if I ask him in, do you? My dear Valentine, why should one mind? Is he not a man and an ally and an officer? Do we dislike one another because I am French and you Australian? Good man. After all, what the devil difference does it make what color a chap's skin is, eh? Oh, yes, there's room here. You mind offering the tennis? Well, there's not much room anywhere else, Freddy. Come on in. We've got room for one. Uh, thank you. I was going to be left behind. My name is Valentine, Lieutenant of Australian Night Horse. Well, I'm uh, Captain Melvin of the 370th American Infantry. <laughs> Delighted, Captain. And uh, this is Captain... Uh... Oh, dear, you'll have to help a chat out. <laughs> <laughs> I am Captain Esme Rochefort de Gascoigne of the French Artillery Captain. Welcome. Oh, gentlemen, I, I thank you. Here, yeah, give me your musette. I'll shove it up on the rack. Oh, thank you, Lieutenant. Ah, uh, feels good to get that thing off my shoulder. Well, sit down, Captain Melvin. Oh, thank you. I've been standing around there all day long on one foot and then on the other, waiting. Finally, when the train did pull in, I thought I was still going to stand there. Good of you to take me in. We are delighted, sir. All right, oh. Uh, you're Australian, eh, Lieutenant? That's right, from Adelaide. But I've lived in England for years. Where are you from, Captain Melvin? I'm from uh, Chicago. Oh, and uh, you, Captain Gascon? My home is in Bayonne, as one might infer from my name. Your name, Captain? Gascoigne, G-A-S-C-O-I-G-N-E. Uh, from Gascony, you see. Oh, that's oh I see. <sighs> you know, gentlemen, it's odd, isn't it? Here we are, three of us and one railroad coach bound for somewhere, and we've come from all over the world to meet on Christmas Eve in France. <laughs> to tell you the truth, we don't even know where we are going, do you? <laughs> I haven't the slightest idea. Leave area, that's all I know. Well, we may as well have a spot of Christmas cheer, eh? I have a bottle of rather good wine at my musette. Yeah, so far. Uh, not to be outdone in this matter, mes amis, I also have a bottle of Lacrimé Christi. Deals of Christ. Very precious wine in these days, gentlemen. I do not remember how I came by it, but uh, suffice it to say, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we are about to stop. We are starting. Well, you know, that was a jolly happy crowd there at the station, wasn't it? Christmas. Yeah. Still Christmas, despite the fact that most of them all want to get out of the town and go somewhere. Mm hmm. Last Christmas, I was down in Texas in Camp Logan. I was in the hospital at Marseille. And I? I had dinner with a German general. What? A German general? He captured on Christmas Eve. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. 
Well, gentlemen, will you drink with me? With pleasure, sir. If you will drink with me. And with me. All right, then, mates. To, uh, to Christmas, eh? To Christmas. Uh, My musette's already full of junk of all sorts. I was afraid I might have lost that bottle. Uh, souvenirs, then? Oh, yes. And silly toys and things that I picked up, you know. Give them to some kid somewhere? Yeah. Lord knows they are few enough. It gets two in my musette. They are... There's no one left of my people to give them to, but... It is a sentiment, a sentiment for Christmas. Yes, I suppose we all do that. Mine's packed with odds and ends, too. I didn't know if I'd ever get back to the outfit after this leave, so I got some souvenirs together. Another drink, mes amis. Oh, not now, thanks, Captain. I'll wait a while. I think I will, too. Quite. Oh, it's a beautiful night. Clear. You know, the war was still on, I'd expect to hear someone shout, Lights out, Jerry up, and have a lot of... Bombs landing on there. I hope we are done with that, monsieur. Amen. There's no moon, though. Yeah, but look at the stars. I said, you see that one over there? <laughs> Might even imagine it to the star of Bethlehem. Very bright, isn't it? Oui. Nearly 2,000 years ago. I wonder if that same star still shines upon the earth. Well, if it does, we wouldn't know it. Not we who fight wars and deny the name of the man that was born under it. Say, you were... You were religious, Jeff? No, not at all, Lieutenant. A long way from it. I'm not religious either. Oh, we used to have some jolly times as a kid at Christmas time. Oh, church things and all that, you know, candles and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, me. One is not a religious save when one sees a star shining down on you. I wonder if that could be the star. And why not, my friend? Our earth changes, but the everlasting stars change not. It's funny if it is, wouldn't it? We. Oui. Oh, but our journey is long, gentlemen. If you wish to sleep... You sleepy, Captain? <laughs> this so little drink of wine has affected me, I fear. I cannot keep my eyes open. <laughs> I'm a little tired myself. Standing around all day in that station, there's no place to sit down. Well, I can always sleep myself. I propose, then, that we do sleep for a little while, my friend. Uh, talking of sleeping has made me sleepy. Yeah, I'm all for it. Shall I turn down the light? If you will, monsieur. Oh, pleasant dreams. And joy on Noel. Merry Christmas to you both, gentlemen. And to you, Lieutenant Valentine. Captain Gascoigne. And the star shall watch over us, Jesper. The star that shone on Bethlehem. You know, it seems that I have met you both before somewhere. That's very odd. What, my friend? I... I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was, too. Oh, but it couldn't be. One from France, one from Australia, one from America. Oui. It is so. Good night, my friends. Good night. Good night.
across valleys, mountains, and deserts. Yes, well, my friend, didst thou not promise us a sign? Are we to travel on like this forever? Be not a faint heart, thou Caesar. The end of our journey is at hand. The wind is bitter in this strange country. Oh, Gospel, whether goest we. For how many days now have we traveled? I can no longer count. The night is dark, Gaspar. I'm tired and weary. And I, friend Dalbaza, I would fain rest. Have faith, my friends. Dalbaza, Melchior, have faith. We have faith, oh, Gaspar. Aye. Lead on, Gaspar. Whither thou goest, there will we follow thee. Though we be but three lone men traveling in a strange country in the dead of night, yet we know that thou art inspired of God, and that his hand doth leave thee. Yet not even I know what miracle he will do before our eyes. No matter. We will follow on the road to death. Now... Which road takest thou? That to the right hand or to the left? I know not. Wilt thou not call upon God, Gaspar? I kneel down, brethren. <laughs> o Lord, Father God, lead us thy servants in the way that thou didst set out for us. For know, O Lord, Father God, that we are poor, and our eyes know not the right. And we would follow the way that thou wilt have us follow. Therefore we pray oh, thee humbly. A miracle. A miracle. Miracle. What sayest thou about Asa? Behold, Gaspar, a sign from the Lord Father God. There is no sign. Behold, in the sky. A sign. A sign. A star. That burneth brighter than all the stars of the heavens. Oh, Lord God, we thank thee. The way is before us. We follow thy will. Behold, Gaspar, the star shineth upon the pathway to the left. Forward, forward, brethren, for the end of our journeying is at hand. Sert, this is a sign from God. Behold, Gaspar, beyond the hill, the lights of a village. It is so. Now are we come to our destination indeed. Haste, haste. Oh, travelers, who? Oh, have you seen the star? Who oh, calls? Who art thou? Here's the shepherd. See the flocks of sheep beyond the road. It's not the star, travelers. No star, its meaning. Aye, we have seen it, O shepherd. Yet we know not its meaning, save that the miracle of the Lord Father God is nigh unto us. Yeah, from the blackness of the sky, it sprang into place. Oh, travelers, dost thou think it portend the end of earth? Nay, friend. Not the end of earth. Say rather its beginning. What sayest thou? Behold, shepherd, the mantle of the Lord is upon him. Verily, he speak as men that understand the workings of the will of God. Say now, shepherd, how is yonder village named? Uh, surely, you know what shall come to pass because of the star. How is it you know not the name of the town? We have come from far lands, O shepherd. Aye, what does it matter if we know not such titles as the name of the village? When we do know of a miracle to be wrought in the name of Almighty God. Aye, it is so. Uh, 
What miracle shall come to pass? It is hidden from our ken, O shepherd. Yes, it shall come to pass. Fear not. Aye, and such a miracle as shall set all the world to singing praises. Ye be not of Israel? Nay. I am from the lands of the Greeks. And these my companions be also from far lands. Melchior from Ethiopia. And thou face of a wise man of Egypt, the soothsayer unto the king. Ye have come far. Aye, so. Since many days our feet have trod the pathways of hidden, unknown places, yet always have we set our faces unto the east, obeying the bidding of a voice unheard, the guidance of a hand unfelt. And ye go now unto the town. Shepherd, thou hast not told us its name. It is. All men know that yonder town is called the town of the house of bread, even Bethlehem. Now this night shall be born in Bethlehem, that Messiah, that very Son of God, which the ancient prophets have foretold. And this is the miracle that shall come to pass. For he shall be born of a virgin, immaculate, and his name shall be Jesus. Called Christ. Oh, oh, holy man, may I not go with thee, seeing that thou knowest not the village, and I with my brethren were, were born there. Aye, thou mayst come with us, but haste, haste. Behold the star, how it seemeth to beckon us on. Sling thy burdens from thy shoulders, haste, haste. I, I marvel also that there should be lights abroad in the town. The hour is passing late. Yet there is a light in every house. Perchance the men of Bethlehem rejoice that the Messiah is born. Nay, not so, for he is hidden from men, and they of Bethlehem know him not. Then what? Nay, the feast of Hanukkah is but lately over, my masters. The feast of the lights in memory of the Maccabee. And thus is the city full, even all the inns. But dost thou know where we shall find him, O Gaspar? Hath it been revealed unto thee? All in good time, my friend. We follow the star. Uh, uh, behold, these be the walls of Bethlehem, O wise man. Uh, yonder lieth the gate. Perchance the soldiers of the Tequap may refuse us admission into the city, guest. Nay, they are gone away, Melchior. Uh, they all lie in the inns, in the public houses, and they carouse with the people of the town. Gaspar, art thou sure indeed that we shall find him in Bethlehem? Dost doubt the word of God, Balthazar? On, we must go on. But whither goeth we, O Lord Gaspar? Name me not Lord Shepherd, for we are all humble men in the sight of God. Praise God. God. Behold, how the rays of the star shine down upon this certain street. It is the way. Follow. Lo, one comes, Gaspar. In haste. I so. Eh, perchance he knows. Oh, thou man, whither goest thou? Who art thou? Stand aside that I may pass. Who art thou? Know that I am citizen even as thou art. Oh, speak thou thus to me, who am the great physician. Peace thy tongue, Clackett, Clackett. Didst thou say that thou art your urgent, O man of Bethlehem? I, I am that. I am about to wrestle with the angel of death. Hold, I pray thee. Hast thou attended woman this night? That was brought of child. Hmm? And how dost thou know that, stranger? Wilt thou say aye or nay? Aye, I have done so. And look ye now. This night, 
I have come upon a miracle. A very marvel. A prophecy of nature. Speak of the marvel that thou hast witnessed, man. Uh, behold. Not two hours have passed since one came post-haste crying before my door. O Balthus, O most noble surgeon, O saver of lives, come down in haste. A woman hath need of thee in the stable nigh unto the end of the two oxen. In the stable? Aye, the stable. Well, now I, I am a man of charity and always ready to answer the call when sickness stalketh abroad. So I flung my cloak about me and went in haste. As ill becometh a man of my age and girth, yet I am charitable, I say. And behold... In yonder stable was a woman, couched in the straw of a manger, brought to bed of a child. Ah, surely, men, women have been brought to bed of a child in stables before, Chirurgeon. Aye, so. But mark me well now. This woman was a virgin. Yes. I swear it. By the holy flattery, by my father's beard, I swear it. Verily, a child born unto her, and she a virgin. Ah, thou drunk too much of thy sad pusset, neighbor, poor thou a physician. I swear! Verily hast thou stood before a miracle this night. A miracle in sooth a very prophet. Where is the woman thou didst attend? Uh, in yonder stable. The men did say they had come from uh, Nazareth in Galilee to give us testimony to the tax collectors. And though they beseeched the innkeepers, yet none would give them room, saving only this one who, having pity upon a woman with child, is saying to them they might find bed amongst the kind in the stable, and did charge them not. Now may all the blessings of God be on this innkeeper, for that he hath offered a shelter this night unto the Son of God. Eh? What sayest thou? And on thee, physician, for that thou didst lend thy hand unto her who is the very mother of him who shall be the savior of the world. Verily, I know not who thou art, old man, Yet I perceive that thou hast the gift of prophecy. The babe did look upon me with a look that I shall never forget. If thou dost speak sooth, I am most blessed amongst men. Thine was the hand that first touched him. Verily art thou blessed. I thank thee for thy grace, friend. Go now. Inside the stable. Come, my two good friends, and fall down and worship the infant Jesus, Son of God, which shall be called the Christ. Praise unto him. Praise. Praise unto the Son of God. I, I will not go in. I am not worthy. Nay, shepherd. There be none of us worthy to touch his hand. Yet... There be none too humble to do him reverence. Come. I come, shepherd. The star. The star waineth a little. His shadow fall upon us. The star paleth before his glory. Nay, nay, Gaspar. Behold, behold in the sky a sign. A sign. Oh, Father Lord God. A sign. The shape of a man crucified upon a cross.
Valentine. Just hold it. Just don't cry out. I'm too... Uh, what's the matter? <laughs> I was dreaming, I guess. What? what? Where are we? I, uh, it, it was a dream. But I, I saw you two. You saw us? It's hard to remember, but... Did you... Did you dream of three men, Melvin? Uh, yes. I... I did, too. Gaspar. And Melchior. Belfazer. Gascon. And Melvin? And Valentine. Look at our clothes. Look at our shoes. Out of us. What? Straw. Yes. Straw from a stable. And that fragrance. What is it? Gentlemen, I... I have been in the East. I know what that smell is. It's myrrh. And frankincense. Cooper.